Hello, I'm Aaron Montes. This is KTEP News. And for the second time, the El Paso County Commissioner's Court denied granting District Attorney Bill Hicks general fund dollars to pay for his defense in a lawsuit over Texas's new border enforcement law. Hicks is a defendant along with the Texas Department of Public Safety Director Stephen McCraw in a lawsuit brought by the County, ACLU of Texas, and Las Americas Immigrant Advocacy Center. Hicks requested $100,000 to pay a private attorney in the lawsuit despite having the option to get representation from the Texas Attorney General's office. Hicks said he wants a private attorney because he does not completely align with the Attorney General's defense. And today is the deadline to register to vote in the Texas primaries next month. KRA's Becca Moore tells us exactly what you need to do to get registered. VoteTexas.gov is the website where you can check your voter registration status or update your information. Voters registering in Texas can do so in person at your county elections office. You can also print out your registration form from the site and mail it in. As long as it's postmarked or turned in directly to your county elections office today, you'll be set to vote next month. Early voting in the Texas primaries kicks off February 20th. Election day is March 5th. I'm Becca Moore in Dallas. You can visit epcountyvotes.com for local election information. And ahead of the primary, El Paso Matters has prepared a voter guide packed with information including key dates, details about the voting process, what's on the ballot, as well as candidate questionnaires. You can find that voter guide at elpasomatters.org. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott met with Republican governors from several states who are backing his decision to bar CBP officers' access to a small park in Eagle Pass, Texas. Texas Public Radio's Jerry Clayton has more. Governor Abbott says he's protecting his state from what he calls an invasion of migrants. Uh, We are guaranteed by the United States Constitution the right of self-defense if states face imminent harm or invasion. Texas obviously is facing both an imminent harm uh, as well as an invasion. Texas Democrats and local residents say the only invasion has come from the right-wing groups that have converged on the small border city in response to what they call Abbott's dangerous rhetoric about immigration. Some of those folks were confrontational. Uh, There were threats that were made against a CBP facility that had to be evacuated. That's Congressman Joaquin Castro. He and other Democrats say they're concerned about the growing right-wing militia presence in the area, leading to more violence. I'm Jerry Clayton in San Antonio. And new data from Syracuse University finds detention facilities in Texas continue to house the most migrant detainees in the country. TPR's Maria Navarro has the details. Data analyzed by the Transactional Records Access Clearinghouse finds around 38,000 migrants are being held in detention centers across the country as of the end of last month. Texas holds the top two spots with the highest daily average population of detainees. The South Texas Family Residential Center in Dilly held the highest number of ICE detainees so far, with about 1,800 migrants on average per day. The detention center in Pearsall followed closely behind. The number of detained immigrants arrested by ICE increased marginally last month, while the number arrested by U.S. Customs and Border Protection held steady. I'm Maria Navarro in San Antonio. And gun theft from automobiles is on the rise, according to a new report from gun control nonprofit Every Town for Gun Safety. The report says auto thefts are part of an upward trend over the past decade, but 2020 saw a marked increase over previous years. Houston Public Media's Rob Salinas reports. The quickest way for thieves to make a buck is by breaking into vehicles and stealing something left inside. Ten years ago, 
laptops. I mean, it was laptop, laptop, laptop. HPD Sergeant Tracy Hicks says that changed over the past few years, with crooks now skipping most items while focusing almost exclusively on guns. Gun thefts from vehicles surged over the past few years. Police responded with a media campaign warning gun owners. We've done just countless events at all the stations. Hicks says police also started pushing gun owners to buy safes for their vehicles. The results are starting to show up in the stats. We went down 7% from in 2023 as we had in 2022. Hicks says the reduction was consistent the last half of 2023 as each month fewer gun thefts from motor vehicles were reported than the same month the year before. That was Houston Public Media's Rob Salinas reporting. Thank you for listening. For KTEP News, I'm Aaron Montes.